You're listening to the This Is How We See It podcast with your host, Eric Lee. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. Now, here's Eric. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee, and I thank you for taking a little time out of your busy day to spend with me. Thanks for tuning in and and listening to what a middle-aged geezer has to say. Quick reminder, my birthday is Monday, which is June 19th, Juneteenth, so happy birthday to me. I promise, guys, and I, I know I keep saying this, I promise that this podcast is not a political podcast, but we do talk about what's happening in the news and what's happening in our nation. And right now, the dominating story on what's happening is Donald Trump. I am sure that everyone has heard by now that Trump was indicted on 37 counts stemming from his mishandling of classified documents. I hear that the indictment is like 49 pages, and I am not even going to try to read and comprehend all of that. But I hear that it is very bad, even worse than what they initially thought. Of course, uh, he had his day in court. He pled not guilty. And, you know, I was, I was thinking... I wonder if in his mind, he really does think he's done nothing wrong or if it's just part of his usual MO to deny everything. Don't admit to anything, deny everything. But I got to tell you what's really scaring me. And it's the Republicans that will not stand up for what is right. These are the people that have been elected to run this country and they are calling wrong right and right wrong. We're not talking about some Joe Schmo from from Podunk, Mississippi. These are men and women in Congress, and they will not stand up. At this point, it should not be about Republican and Democrat. It should be about right and wrong. But they absolutely, some Republicans will. I think Mitt Romney, you can always count on Mitt Romney to tell the truth. Um. And then I think there's some more that have, you know, uh, spoken out. But the majority of the Republican Party, they're defending Donald Trump, even in this. And all they keep saying is, well, what about Hillary? If you don't know the difference between Trump's situation and Hillary's situation, then God help you. And then I was listening to, I don't even know who it was. 
I don't even remember what uh, congressman it was, but they said something about, well, Biden is keeping documents in the back of a Corvette and and the Corvette is parked in a garage and the garage door is open. Huh? What, what in the world are you talking about? They just keep these anytime Trump is being held accountable or anytime anybody tries to hold Trump accountable, they come with some type of conspiracy theories. And, and, and then they, they spout these things in public. I want to read um, a piece by a guy named John Polovitz. I hope that's how you pronounce his name. He writes a column called Stuff That Needs to Be Said. And this particular one is called Trump Didn't Break America. He Revealed Our Brokenness. Now, this is sort of a lengthy read, but I thought it was important um, because this guy, this John Polovitz, he really summed everything up. And I think that most of us with any kind of common sense agree with what he's saying. And he starts out with America is broken. I'm not sure that's up for debate at this point. But let's be clear about something. Donald Trump didn't break it. He didn't create anything. Not the unmasked racism so proudly parading itself down crowded main streets, in school board meetings, and on neighborhood message boards. Not the antagonistic, gun-loving bravados still opposing sensible safeguards designed to protect our most vulnerable. Not the whitewashed, nationalistic fervor screaming its star-spangled supremacy into the ether, not the strident, anti-science, conspiratorial arrogance, refusing to take any measures to preserve life from an insidious virus, not the homophobic, misogynistic religion being weaponized against women and the LGBTQ in church pulpits and Supreme Court rulings, He is not the genesis of these things or of hate crimes, book bannings, mass shootings, vaccine opposition, or violent insurrections. Now, let me pause here and say that this was written, I think it was written in December of last year in 22, and I just came across it uh, this week and thought that it's, and I still think that it's relevant now. Donald Trump did not invent any of these present national cancers. What he did was normalize them. He removed the social stigma of bigotry by wielding it openly and with a kind of perverse joy. 
he continually appealed to the lowest and the worst of humanity until it all became commonplace. He railed against the educated and the qualified until ignorance became a badge of honor. He gave people license to celebrate the profound ugliness they'd once concealed for the sake of decorum. He showed gracious hospitality to the darkness residing in the recesses of human hearts. Then he simply let people reveal themselves, and they have. Since the initial days of his 2016 presidential campaign, this solitary, morally bankrupt serial grifter has become a kind of moral x-ray machine for hundreds of millions of us, exposing a deeply embedded cruelty in our families, church members, friends, and neighbors that we never imagined existed. As those we live alongside and loved have embraced his monstrous, this monstrous man and his predatory movement, we have been forced to reckon with it all. How close and prevalent the hatred around us is how little progress we've actually made as a nation. How little we really knew people we've shared staff meetings, church pews, and Thanksgiving tables with. How many of our relationships were simply misinformed mythologies or marriages of convenience. And since so many place their very identity with him from the beginning, for years now, they have applauded every bit of moral filth he's generated, defended each reckless and dangerous act, doubled down on every abuse of office and every betrayal of country, ratified high crimes against the very nation they claim to want to save. They have chosen him over formal political heroes, historically revered journalists, once beloved members of his own party, over any dissenting voice of reason or goodness. And in doing so, they have exposed their own hearts. I suppose we should be grateful. Had Donald Trump never been allowed to ascend to the highest level of the political system and not been so transparent in, in his contempt for decency, we might never have found ourselves here at this pivot point in our history. Not merely a nation politically, but a people fractured relationally. And that's really the story here. 
not only a Republican Party and evangelical church that have fallen prostrate before this barren, empty husk of a man, disgracing both their oath and calling, but the mothers, uncles, sons, and best friends who have revealed something that we simply could not fathom being true before he appeared. And let me stop by saying that not all evangelical churches are bowing down to Trump. So I'm pretty sure he's not saying that all of them are, but just the ones that are. He continues. And no matter what transpires in coming elections or how the courts rule or what legal ramifications come or what legislative alterations take place, we are going to be left with this mess. The social media separations, the world, the wordless deep disconnections, the silent ghostings, the expletive laden terminations. Even after he is gone, we who remain are going to exist in an America that is grievously broken, perhaps permanently so. And as terrible as that reality is to contend with, it is still better than living in the numb sedation of arrogance and denial that came before him, a veneer of politeness belying a terrible truth. That truth is out now. We know who we are. We have no illusions. We have all declared our allegiances and chosen our heels. Every facade has been torn down. Every phony trapping of religiosity or patriotism stripped away. Now there is only the sickening, unvarnished truth of who we are as a nation. And staring at it in the raking daylight is the only chance we have to confront and repair it. In his craven lust for power, his absence of morality or character, his complete disregard for human life, his, stratif his stratospheric narcissism, his full rejection of the law. Donald Trump has not broken America, but revealed our brokenness. He doesn't deserve our thanks, but we are indebted to him just the same. Now, we have to decide how we mend ourselves. That's a good read. That's a good read. And again, it's by John Polovitz. Um, and he writes a column called Stuff That Needs to Be Said. And, and I think it just, it sums, it, it certainly sums up how I feel. And I know that it sums up how a lot of other people feel. I remember, you know, it's just, it's interesting to me because I remember when Trump won the, uh, his uh, primary and he became, 
the uh, the front runner or the you know the the runner for the Republican Party. I just remember thinking, what in the world? And 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 I was on social media and I kept hearing people say, "Oh Lord," and then some people, you know, "Oh well, let's see." And then I remember I, this guy, one of my followers. I remember saying, "Well, you know, you know, uh, let's hope that he's not as bad as I think he is." But he was worse. He was worse. In the book of Matthew, in the 12th chapter, Jesus says, For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, brings forth evil things what is in you will come out of you the real people may pretend in the beginning because you know everybody kind of puts forth you know the the you know i I've, i've heard people say you know when you meet somebody you actually meet their representative right And I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that when you first meet people, you can't divulge everything about yourself because, you know, everybody can't be trusted with your secrets. Um, But. And and Forrest Gump, one of my favorite people, stupid is as stupid does. What's in you is going to come out of you. The person that you are. People will see. You know, it's interesting because uh, when 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 two people are arguing and one says something completely offensive to the other and the first thing they say is, oh, I didn't mean to say that. Yes, you did. You meant to say that. You just didn't mean to say it out loud. But the real question is, why is that in you to say what your heart is filled with is what you speak of? Why is it in you to call a woman out of her name? Why is that in you? Why do you feel that about that person? Because if it wasn't in you, you wouldn't say it. What's in you will manifest itself. It will come out of you. So we have to start looking at who are these people that keep voting for Trump? Who are these people that keep supporting him? Even through the wrong people. Stand up for right. Stand up for righteousness. Don't call right wrong and wrong right because because you like somebody. For some people, right and wrong is who it is. Because if it's somebody I like, then they can never do any wrong. Mm -mm. But if it's somebody I don't like, I'm going to call them out. I'm going to say that it's wrong because everybody knows. And I've been saying this and people have been saying this. If this was Joe Biden, if this was Barack Obama, if this was Hillary, if this was whoever who had done this, 
these same people would be saying off with their heads. These same people lock Hillary up for reading emails. Hillary was, was investigated twice and found no wrongdoing. Should she have been having email? No, but, but there was no crimes committed. And if you don't see the difference, something is wrong. And I agree with this guy. We are broken as a nation. And as I said a couple of shows ago, I believe what happened was Donald Trump tapped into these, this, this discord, these people that were already feeling this way. And that's how he rose. People that, and there are still people today who support him, but they won't say it. They won't say it because, because of, of the stigma. They don't want people to know that they secretly support him. Tens of millions of people voted for Donald Trump. Now, some people had said, you know, I, I, I thought he would be a better president. Now I know that he's not. I don't really know how you thought he, he, he would be a, a good president, but okay, but there are still millions of people who are for that stuff. It's for what he's saying. Doesn't matter. Just like he said, he's, what did he say? I can go on Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and get away with it. He thinks that he's above the law. But he's not. That's my show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.